Hi, everybody. This is uh, Silvio Canto in Dallas, uh, Texas, on Tuesday, February the 13th. And welcome to our welcome to our commentary. Just one more thing I wanted to say about the Super Bowl. Uh, it was absolutely amazing, the game. And now I read that they had like 140 million people watching the game. I mean, that's pretty amazing, too. But the game was worth it. I mean, it was truly a great game all the way through. And I just congratulate both teams. I obviously, Kansas City won, but San Francisco did a fantastic job. I mean, in that, uh, and I guess you can always second guess one play here, one play there, one decision here. I mean, that's, but that's the way it is. I mean, when you play big games, yeah, decisions, some things are going to go right. Sometimes you're going to be lucky and, and that's just the way it is. But the bottom line is that the, the both teams were great and they played a great game. And I think the NFL should be pretty happy. I mean, if you're the NFL, you put a tremendous product on on the field. And obviously, the fact that they had an audience of 100 and whatever it was, million people, that tells you that uh, a lot of people were happy with what they saw. So congratulations again to the NFL for a fantastic game. I have a post over at the American Thinker today. You can check it, AmericanThinker.com. Or uh, you can also check it on my blog. I also put it on on my Twitter uh, page. And it has to do with the Democrats. And what I, you know, the title of the post is the Democrats need to see a witch doctor. And honestly, the Democrats and their hysterical obsession with Trump has reached the point where they do need to get Trump out of their heads. I mean, Trump has been living uh, rent-free in their heads for quite some time. And I think it's hurting them. This is really starting to hurt the Democrats more than anything else, because uh, all they do is talk about Trump and they invested all their hopes and dreams in these judges and that somehow these judges were going to keep Trump from even running for, for the election. And yet if the election were held today, Trump would win uh, uh, probably about the same way he did in 2016, maybe uh, with a few more states, maybe a higher percentage of the popular vote. But the reality is that Trump is ahead. And the reason he's ahead is because more and more Americans are comparing him to Joe Biden, and that's not working well. That comparison is not working well for for Joe Biden and certainly not for the Democrats. Now, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of speculation as to what's going to happen with Joe Biden. I don't think he's going to resign. I really don't. I think what may happen, and we're probably about two or three months away from that happening, is that, you know, let's say come May or June, they look at the polls and they see Biden is not only losing, but maybe costing the Democrats seats down the ballot. And I think in that case, you may see you may see uh, Joe Biden, you know, address the nation and say, look, you know, I've decided not to seek reelection. And I'm just going to let the convention pick the next uh, candidate. And I'm just going to run the country uh, without any political connection here for the next few months. That may very well be what be what you see. That was back in 1968, what Lyndon Johnson, President Johnson did in 1968. Now, of course, his situation was completely different. It wasn't a case of, of uh, cognitive decline or anything like that. His problem was that the Vietnam War had become so unpopular and such a drag on, on his party that he just pulled out. He just pulled out. He was eventually succeeded by his vice president, Hubert Humphrey. 
but it was uh you know it, it was a, a terrible convention for the democrats if you're familiar with that uh political year 1968 but that he may do that he may say look you know uh for the good of the country and the good of the party i'm just going to step aside and you can blame it on his health i i think most americans would understand that at that moment i don't know what happens with the democrats uh the convention may very well nominate michelle obama that's uh that's what's going around uh, these days. Uh, they may turn around and nominate the governor of California. You hear some talk about the governor of Illinois, the governor of Michigan. So there's a lot of talk. There's a lot of people out there. I think if there, there's one candidate who the Democrats ought to consider is the governor of Kentucky. This is the Democrat uh, from Kentucky who just recently won re-election in a very red state. Now, he his re-election in Kentucky had a lot to do with a family name. Uh, his father was governor at one time, so he's very deeply rooted in Kentucky political history, but he's a good candidate. He's a, a good middle-of-the-road kind of Democrat who I think might uh, might be just what the Democrats need. But exactly what they do, I don't know. And uh, how they get through the convention and that, all of that, it, we don't know. We don't know what's going to happen, but I, I think it's a good bet that they're not renominating. Uh, President Joe Biden in Chicago in August of this year. I, I just don't see that happening because I don't I think most of them realize what all of us realize, and that is that that President Biden's uh, physical situation is only going to get worse as he gets older. And that's the the way it usually works. I mean, I'm sure you've had some relatives who have gone through this. Uh, you know, once they enter into that time, into that stage, uh, the decline is uh, steady. And uh, I think if we were to see Joe Biden a year from now, I think that decline would be even uh, even more pronounced. So that's what I see happening. That's what I see happening. He's not going to resign, but I think he'll hang around and say that he's not running for re-election and then let the, the convention figure out who is going to succeed him. That's what I think is going to happen. Now, you're probably familiar with the fact that uh, Robert Kennedy is running for election this year. And this raises, I think, a very interesting question as to what impact he's going to have on the presidential race. A poll just came out, uh, not a poll, but one of these averages of polls that they run over at RCP, Real Clear Politics. By the way, if you're not following Real Clear Politics, you should. They have a lot of articles and a lot of good information about the political situation in the country. And, you know, it's a good place to go and read from both sides. And that's why I enjoy doing it, because not only am I reading what I want to read, but I read what the other side writes. And uh, sometimes we need to read what the other side writes as well, not just everything that, that our side is writing. But anyway, they have an average of the polling data. And the one that they have, uh, when when Robert Kennedy is 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 in the race, in other words, when he's considered, uh, when he's uh, on, on the ballots, I should say, uh, the the popular vote number is 39 Trump, 34 Biden, and 17 Kennedy. That is pretty incredible, you know, 17% Kennedy. Now, whether he actually gets that on election day, I don't know. But the impact of Kennedy is going to be He's going to make states like Minnesota, like uh, New Jersey, even New York, more competitive for Donald Trump. Uh, Virginia, 
states that you would think that that uh, Joe Biden would win, all of a sudden are going to be more competitive. And all of a sudden, Trump could pull it out, especially if, if Kennedy has a, has a big day. I also think that a lot of Democrats are going to vote for Kennedy. I was... Uh, you know, I, I was listening to uh, to a Democrat the other night on TV. I don't remember his name, but uh, it'll come to me in a second. But anyway, he was talking about that he doesn't want to vote for Biden. He's obviously not going to vote for Trump. And he may vote for Kennedy just as, as, uh, as a place of parking his vote because he just doesn't want to vote for, for Biden. So you could have that impact. You would have an impact where Kennedy gets, I'm going to guess, 15% of the vote nationwide and make uh, the 2024 election a, a, a totally different political terrain than what we are thinking about now, because all we're thinking about now is Trump versus Biden. Well, what if it's Trump, Biden, and Kennedy on the ballot? And what if Kennedy gets into a debate? That's another thing, too, that could alter completely. Back in 1992, remember when Ross Perot got into the debate, that really hurt Bush. Back in 1992, Bush was hoping that he wouldn't be on the he, he was hoping to be on the stage with Clinton because he thought he could outperform Clinton on a debate, particularly on foreign policy and general issues. But once you get Perot in there, it's like a wild card. And I think if Kennedy were to get into those debates, that would I think that would really hurt uh, the Democrat Biden if he's uh, the Democrat, although I don't think uh, he will be. But whoever the Democrat is, I think would be hurt uh, a little bit by Kennedy. So the Kennedy factor, I think, is going to be a huge factor in this election. Now, he's apparently working to get on all 50 states. And my guess is that he will be on all 50 states. There is some talk that he be, could he could be running as a libertarian. If he runs as the libertarian candidate, then he would be automatically in all 50 states because they field uh, candidates in all states. But all I'm simply saying is that there's so much time ahead of us. And I think this Kennedy factor is going to be a factor in, uh, in 2024. We're just going to have to see how it all uh, comes down. Just one quick uh, bit of information here. You know, people are, are, are talking about what impact the special counsel decision had on public opinion. I'm talking about special counsel Her and the decision not to indict uh, President uh, Biden because he's an elderly man with a bad memory. I'm sure you remember that. Well, according to some of the early polls that have come out, like 53% of the, of the public or the voters who were polled uh, says that it was a political decision that he should have been indicted. Now, that's bad news for the Democrats because I think they were hoping to somehow get over this uh, council who wrote this opinion. They're beating up the council. Uh, there are all kinds of attacks on on the special counsel. This is kind of funny for people like me because I remember when attacking a special counsel was, uh, was that something the Democrats didn't like to do, but now all of a sudden they're attacking this uh, special counsel, uh, her. And then there's also talk, and you're hearing this you know, in the backdrop, you're hearing talk, or in the background, you're hearing talk about the attorney general uh, not having a lot of friends in the White House. I guess they're not happy with the attorney general. They thought he should have stopped uh, this uh, this uh, conclusion that uh, the special counsel had. But the problem is 
that the special counsel had to indict or not indict. There wasn't really an, uh, a middle option here. You either indict him or you don't indict him. So if you decide not to indict him, then you have to explain why. And if you tell in the report that he violated the law, well, you have to indict him. But if you say, well, yeah, he violated the law, but I don't think, uh, you know, he's an old man with a bad memory type of argument, um, then you can, I guess, not indict him. The problem for the Democrats is that conclusion is not going down well with the public because most of the public sees, wait a minute, you know, you didn't do anything to Hillary Clinton. You want to put Donald Trump in jail for documents, but you give a pass to Joe Biden. I just don't think that flies. I just don't think that flies with public opinion. I think most Americans want to see justice at least uh, applied fairly and equally. And it's certainly on, on this document issue. Remember what happened to Hillary Clinton? Um, it's not being applied equally. And that's something that at least in the early public opinion polls, a lot of Americans are objecting to that. Thank you for listening. This is uh, Silvio Canto in Dallas, and we'll talk to you later. Everybody have a great day.